What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of the Ricky Jones Jr. Podcast. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., and I am also excited today because not only are we going to have a phenomenal episode, okay, the interview that will be taking place today... It's going to be awesome. I just love the thread of fatherhood and everything and all the dynamics. But not to talk too much about that, let's do our shout out. As you know, we like to do shout outs for the people that do comment in the comment section on YouTube and things like that. But then also just for those that support, right? There are some people that don't comment, but that reach out to me, be it through messages or when they see me in person, it just lets me know how beneficial this podcast has been for them. So this one goes to a commenter, which happens to be my cousin, mama friend. Okay, Shavana McDonald, shouts out to you, my sister, my mama, my cousin, my friend. She played all those different roles in my life. So that's why I give her all of those different uh, connotations and, you know, references but nonetheless shouts out to you thank you thank you thank you for the support in which you have given me throughout my life but then also as well on this year podcast i greatly greatly appreciate you as well as those as well that support and all those good stuff share let me know all those different things that you can do to show your support i appreciate you all i mean those things go a long way so with that being said um let me just share a little bit, a little something real quick before we get into the interview. And it happens to be around following, right? And fatherhood. It happens to be fatherhood month as I deemed it and coined it. Um, and it happens to do with summertime, right? It's summertime, ladies and gentlemen. For those that don't know, for those that don't have kids, that means something totally different than it does when it's not summertime because the kids are in school and there's a rotation. There is a, you know, a regimen, a schedule in which you're used to and accustomed to living out. However, during the summertime, things get twisted. Things get changed up. My kids happen to to now be in uh, summer camps and things like that. and uh, But outside of that, right, that's neither here nor there, what the part I want to talk to you all about is like praying for me because now my kids, they enjoy now being away more than they do being at home. Now, that is a thing usually whether it's school and school out, but, you know, I just feel like every time I come home, they're talking about where they're about to go and then are also soon to go to their grandparents' house for a whole month and some change. So um, it's just different, right? You know, you get used to making noises and hearing noises in the house and things like that. The kids bring, but they're going to be gone. So salute to all the parents out there this summertime. You know, I know food has been eaten faster at an all-time rate. I know kids are doing things that they usually don't do. They're there more often than they may be usually and things like that. So all those things culminate to an idea of like, oh, snap, I'm dealing with something new. I'm going through something new. And the things that I'm going through, I'm not going to call it separation anxiety because that's not what it is, but it's just the thought that they value other places where they value the place in which we've attempted to establish and build for them but it's okay more houses better houses bigger houses are to come so maybe that because she rain does want to pull in her home so you know that's on her bucket list and she shares it with us often so hey that'd be what's next but nonetheless in it all i just had to share that because i mean it's real and you may be going through it or you know somebody who is reach out to them check on them pray for them let them know that you're thinking about them because summertime is real. These two months and some change are some real months for parents. But nonetheless, in it all, we're going to go ahead and get into the next interview for this month. I'm also excited about this gentleman sharing his story, letting people know about him, allowing you all to hear his voice, um, and just allowing for that to travel all around the world is the goal behind this here interview. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get over to today's interview. Yeah. 
All right, great people. So now we are here with another interview, which I'm also excited about. And I know you all will be inspired and encouraged as well uh, with the goal of this month being to highlight fathers that are uh, inspirational and fathers that I even watch and learn from from a distance. And sometimes even in conversation, I get to ask certain things and things like that. But I'm not going to say too much because this brother has enough to say he is a father of four at the age of 20. Nine. Yep. Twenty nine years old. Father of <laughs> four. From eight years old to five years old. So I'm sure right now and then in there, you already <laughs> captivated. Like what in the world? And, but we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Uh, but this is my friend Javon. He is a great man um, of God. I will say that we go to church together. We work together, uh, similar to Wood, like on on Tuesday. Uh, but outside of those things, he's also a businessman. He's a DJ. He's a producer. He has music out, which we're gonna talk about all those different things like that. Um, and he, he's doing it all and doing it well. And great things are in store. So without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce Mr. Javon JT or Introduce yourself. What what do you go by? What do you want the people to call you? You know, um, a lot of people call me JT. Okay. Uh, like myself. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, if you knew me from back in high school, you still call me Javon. Okay. Um, unless you went to Hillsborough, then, you know, during football time, it was it was Wheezy back when I had dreads. Wow, okay, you know? okay, gotcha. Uh, now, what position did you play in football? DB. Okay, all yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was, that was my, you know... Various, various dynamics. And yeah. so, you know, if you know Weezy, it's like, oh, snap, this is a football player. Somebody yeah. knew me in football days. Javon mm-hmm. is, okay, I like that. Yep. I'm like that, too. I got many names for the various stages in life. So, I get it. I yep. get it. I'm there. But the funny thing is about <laughs> JT, I know him as Jay-Z, so obviously I came later in life. Uh, but the funny thing about JT is, like, naturally he's uber quiet. Um, so, when I met him, I was like, okay, who's this young kid? Like, he's just quiet, does his thing, keep his head down. About his business. However, when he gets on stage or if he DJing or something, it's like a whole new person. Which I'm like, this is hilarious because I say that because I like, I love talking and being on stage and things like that. So to see him is like a burst of energy just comes out. So if you know him, you already know what I'm talking yeah. about. But nonetheless, we're gonna get to know him. Um, and even just talking about fatherhood, right? So mm-hmm. I'ma just you know, fatherhood is June 19th. However, this is just the month of fatherhood at the end of the day. If yep. you look at it my way, and so I just even want to break down the different aspects of fathering fatherhood and all the different things that and ways in which you address it right yeah but even before we get there you're a man first yes right so <laughs> what would you say <laughs> you know it makes you a father right? right but what would you say are some of the things that you live by as a man as a male today today i, I would definitely say um first thing first is to be consistent. Mm. Be consistent. I love and, it. And who you are. Yep. Um, a lot of things are going to detach you mm. from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but finding some type of consistency, rhythm in yourself. Mm. Um, also, something that I would say isn't it's what I live by, but I don't always practice because I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. Being a man of your word, mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. that's from like from anybody, from my kids. Mm. To, to anybody, if you're yeah. going to say you're going to do something, yep. make sure you follow through. Respect. Uh, Respect. So, so that that's definitely something I love by. And then mm-hmm. just loyalty. Mm-hmm. I think loyalty is, 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 is everything. Yeah. Um, now, what would you say you learned those things from? I Honestly, I would definitely say it's it's from 
the, the individuals that I've had in my life. Mm. Um, from my from my dad, mm-hmm. I, I definitely seen him loyal to the church. Yeah, from yeah. the vision. Right. Um, staying loyal to my to my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, loyal, loyal to to his creative bent, which is music as mm. well. Um, like encountering from the being a man of your word. Mm-hmm. Um, even then, he also he kept he kept his promises. Yeah, now, it might be delayed from my timeline, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but he, right, right. He, he came through. He still came through. He still came through. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like great mentors along the way were like Pastor T. Mm. Um, him saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be at this event," and he actually being at that event. Mm. Like seeing seeing stuff like that really helped shape me. Um, and then also just being consistent. I, I mean, that's going to be from everybody I kind of had in the circle of my mm-hmm. life from the, yeah, yeah. the gamages mm-hmm. who's always been there, the pastor T, mm-hmm. pastor Adrian, mm-hmm. um, you my, name is some heavy hitters, my, <laughs> right? High quality people. Underwood. I know you right, just had right, him, right? Like, like from him being with the, with the marching band, like mm-hmm. I was part of the marching band, like that. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen consistent people, pastor yeah. Poe, pastor yeah. Brian, yeah. like pastor Brian took me under his wing. So mm-hmm. like him being consistent and. And and me mm-hmm. just putting value and time in myself, yeah, like that. I was like, okay, so these are some definitely good mm-hmm. pillars to mm-hmm. to live by. Yeah. Now you said something. I didn't realize that your dad was into music. So obviously, I didn't grow up here in yeah. Tampa and things like that. So I didn't get a chance to get to know um, your dad as he was doing all he was doing at the church. But what musically was he into, or is he into? Uh, so he's more on the management side of things. So he would manage, well, me growing up, he was managing different artists. Mm. Uh, he started off with like this, well, I won't say he started off, but when I, what I can remember, there was this R&B group, um, that he managed and they were doing very well, but Mm -hmm. like R&B groups from back in the day, it's always some type of fight that, some drama, some drama. Hello, how many people was in the group? from I was believe it's either like four Ooh, okay. or six. So yep. yeah, when it's over three, it gets difficult. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. And the crazy story that he tells me all the time, mm-hmm. like he like you don't understand how close we were. Like wow. the week after they broke up was the week that Capitol Record called asking for them to come up. And I was like, oh, so my life could have been completely changed. Completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been different. Oh, that Capitol Records. Wow. Wow. The week after. The week after. I was like, yeah. But that shows you to be consistent. Yeah. It's a reminder. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So he was on the management side. Gotcha. Yeah. But he uh, he started off, he played guitar. Okay. Um. So that's kind of like him being his his creative band mm-hmm. and when coming to find out like now as i got older i'm kind of understanding even like my granddad i wish i didn't know until like maybe a few months ago that my granddad played the piano mm. well, i was like oh, okay so this wow is, this is really there's the a thread <laughs> wow grandfather on the piano dad on the guitar you on the drums yep. and do you play anything else uh, nope. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did play the clarinet when I was in okay. sixth grade. Gotcha. You know? Mm-hmm. I quickly switched to percussion. There it is. You know? You I only played it because I had to. Okay. They wouldn't let sixth graders in percussion. Gotcha. Like, so you had to play something. I, yep. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> consistency, being a man of your word, but even seeing those examples in your life has shaped you yeah. to be who you are. Okay. Okay. Now, if there were, like you said, you were raised by your dad, um, mm. you know, still have a good relationship with your father. What are some things there that you've experienced and or learned with him that you still hold true to today? I I mean, I, I would definitely say with my dad is being present. Okay. Um, and even seeing like his presence in my kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Like he's an active grand, 
grandfather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's definitely around them a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he's an active grandfather. Mm-hmm. And being present is like, is everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to see that in like the adult life mm-hmm. when you start to recognize people who hasn't had their mm-hmm. father in their life. Correct, lives. correct. And then oh, it's, noticeable. Start- <laughs> it's noticeable on men and the women's side. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, being present is, is definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just speaking into your dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as my kids are starting to like venture out to figure out what they want to do mm-hmm. or like what their interest is. Correct. It's like not, my dad never had a barrier on my, my love for music. He mm-hmm. always tries to provide me with the tools mm-hmm. to help shape whatever that is, whether mm-hmm. that's different software, whether that's a microphone, uh, mic stand, like mm-hmm. teaching me how that, or taking me to a studio, mm-hmm. um, always pushing me towards my creativeness. Wow, wow, well, that's cool. Now, when you, would you say that started with you, him investing in your music desires and things like that? Um... What you mean? What age were you? Oh, uh, that was... Man, I'm trying to remember. Mm. We had a group back in the day at the church. Gotcha. Oh, man. Uh, Talking about Lost Boys? Mm-mm. Nah, this... Before then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Woo. We were like... I'm going to say like seven or eight. Wow. Yeah. We recorded... Okay. Uh, um, we went to the studio with David. King I don't know if you know David. King David. The name sounds familiar, but yeah. I never met him. So, uh, you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jerry Christmas. Yes. His brother. Okay. Gotcha. So, my dad managed his brother at the wow. time. And uh, back in day, wow, it seems like such a long time ago. <laughs> so probably uh, not that far. Not that. You know, couple but, decades. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a couple decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to just write some music back in the day. Mm. And we, <laughs> oh, man. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, you was try. You was starting. We were trying. Right. You're seven years right. old. Right. right. Uh, and my dad's like, "Yeah, let's go ahead and like record it." We when we written the music or written the actual lyrics, mm-hmm. it wasn't to it wasn't to a beat. So we gotcha. had to go in and try to like make it flow. make it flow. Wow. Oh man. Okay. The, the chalkiness so of everything yeah. was 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 crazy. Okay. But uh, yeah, I would say that was probably like seven or eight mm-hmm. when he. When, we, when he took me to the studio for the first time mm-hmm. to record. Mm-hmm. Now, he took me to the studio back when I was, like, a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to... He was doing some recording at Dallas Austin's studio. Gotcha. Where at? In, in Atlanta. Okay. And he had took me wow. there when I was a baby. Wow. I have an idea of where it is, if it's still where I think it is. But, no, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So, you still remember the studio experience? Did you meet Dallas Austin? I don't like, remember. Because okay. that was... You yeah. said baby, right? Yeah. I was just mm-hmm. trying to get, I was mm-hmm. trying to get there. Now, okay. I remember. I was like, oh, okay. man, that's cool. Yeah. But, wow. Okay. So, it started back then, mm-hmm. right? But then those things in which you experienced with him, as well as others, provided the structure you would yeah. say to be the man that you are right now yes oh that's nice now do you have any relationship with your fa- uh, grandfather other than knowing that he played the piano or did you all have any so, interactions not on the creative side mm-hmm. uh my granddad when i was younger we definitely was a lot closer um he would always take me bowling okay so he had like a love he has a love for bowling mm. and he would always take he's still alive he is oh nice yeah that's yeah. cool that's rare so he has a he has a love for bowling um, so I never talked to him on the creative side. Mm-hmm. Like I just found that out. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, now this is making more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I got older, uh-huh. um, I don't talk to him as much right yeah, now. Yeah. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. he will also. I mean, so another one of my passions is obviously grilling. Mm, okay. And 
I mean, you say obviously, like the people know that you are out here grilling. Like, yeah. what? You, how, how is it so obvious? Like, what are you doing? If you here? follow me on Instagram, okay. you're gonna see a real. We're gonna I, drop I, I need, all of those. I need to probably do another one soon. Okay, but okay. Uh, we're gonna drop all the links in the description. Don't, but, don't you worry. <laughs> but he has he had a love for bowling, but he was also um, in culinary. So he was mm. a culinary aide in the Air Force. Nice. So when he retired from the Air Force, he still kept that up. He had like a whole catering business. Wow. He had a family catering business. Wow. In Tampa. In Tampa. Wow. Um, so he would do all types of like weddings, mm. parties. He'll, he, so not only does he cook, but he also bakes. Most people only like do one bit. That's very true. But he we does, can do both. he does both. Wow. So, wow. I would say like, so you picked that up. I picked that up. Okay. But just the grilling part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the bacon. Nah. Not yet. Mm-mm. I don't think it's going to get there. Okay. But I feel like grilling's already enough with your patience. Mm-hmm. Very true. Baking, I feel like it's a whole different type of patience. It is. But at least you can kind of like set it and forget it type situation. Grilling, you have to like you cook have to it and watch it. it and tend to it and yeah. base it. and. But I feel it. like so with grilling, it's mm-hmm. also like a, you you kind of releasing your mind. Okay. Why are you I, out there? Why are you out there? Like okay. you just... Mm-hmm. It's just one of them like free spaces. Mm. Which he has music about that. But yeah. we, we're going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about that right now. But I think what last question I want to even ask in this type area is what is something that you know of in your father that you now embody and something that you want to continue on? Like what's a trait? What's a. I would say the just go getter. Gotcha. Like. He's going to figure it out. Mm. He's going to consult God first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and figure it out mm-hmm, after that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's one thing. Through the many ups and downs we've had mm-hmm. as a family, mm-hmm. like, that's the consistency that I've seen is that he's going he gonna to consult God mm-hmm. and then go figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Now, you lightly talked about your faith and, and going to the church and things like that, but you've pretty much been in church all your life. All my life. Every yeah. village of ministries. Yep. And you've been through all the various stages as far as like the children ministry, <laughs> yes. middle, high, all of that. Now you're yes. on the adult side um, and even teaching uh, the youth and things like that. So, okay. No, that's cool. That's cool. I love that. Okay. So, we're going to switch over to the idea of you being a father, right? Yes. Uh, which I said in the beginning, you are a father of four mm-hmm. at the age of 29 <laughs> with the ages of eight to five. How did that happen? You know, some days. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I got this to start. You know, some days. Some days, you know, there be there's a thought that always comes okay. across my mind. Like okay. I'm listening. Should I pull it out? But no, I'm just like. Truth be told, at the end of the day. Truth be told, but nah, like. Uh, Truth be told, but you were I married, so I that's married. that's the key yes. thing, right? We're gonna make sure that is no, it wasn't no. It wasn't really yeah. no, I was. Fourteen, you know, nah, nah, nah. No, 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 one, no, no. one mother for all there four for our children. Boom, uh, so we were married, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it was just eighteen months apart mm. from each. Wow! And we had a set of twins to to end it off. Gotcha. Um, so eight years old, and then eighteen months. The next mm-hmm. eighteen months, twins. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So what do you have? What are the? What is it? So I have my oldest is a is a boy. Gotcha. Um, my second oldest is a girl, and mm. then two two girl twins. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, man, yeah. that brother has three girls. Three girls. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How is that dynamic? 
So it's it's an interesting because it's like every, I feel like week to week they they be different. Okay, um, the girls or just them together? All, all together. Okay, right? you be like, oh, you'll think that maybe my my son, my oldest daughter, which her name is Zara. Mm-hmm. You think like they're the closest, like okay. they're close. Uh-huh. But then you be like, oh no, maybe he'd be close with my youngest uh, twin, mm-hmm. um, Harmony. Is like, no, I. I guess I'll be I'll be like I don't know what y'all doing wow. at this point. Wow, um, flipping like that. Yeah, they they be flipping flopping. But what I do know is when you separate them, that's the best. Mm, all I, four. I got, I got to I got to wow. experience it. My sister okay. would take like two sometimes. Uh-huh. And this past weekend, she took my twins, and I had the older two, and I was okay. like, oh, this is a totally different dynamic. Wow, they they actually act civilized mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Like this makes sense. Mm. This was the stopping point. And I was just playing. <laughs> I love my twins. <laughs> Whatever y'all see. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. And I even now could even think of different uh, times I've seen you at the uh, Bucks game. Because, you know, yep. season ticket holder that you are. I see yep. you take a child there with you. And so that even gave you opportunities to be with them. Mm-hmm. So would you say that even helps you get to spend time with them? You get to know them? Or like yes. what went into that mindset? And that's exactly why I did it. It's mm-hmm. so I can have more one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, it's at this stage right now. I feel like it's a little tough to like try to break off mm-hmm. to have one on one time with gotcha. all four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just with the stage of everything, from mm-hmm. work, church, and mm-hmm. and just the other kids as mm-hmm. well. Um, so like the butts games were like that time was like okay, let me see what you like. We were going to the game. Yeah, I love the game. Yeah, but I can spend time to talk to you, mm-hmm. and they look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah, I'm going. Even though Jr. he gets to go more times than than the girls, but right, I, it, right, you know, right. he he knows what's going on. I was about to say he could be more into it than he the is. others, right? He so he's he's a fan, right? Okay. He actually watches the game, and that's what you want to support, that's, right? And you as a fan want to build him up as a fan, yes. so he don't go wayward in his ways, right? I dig uh, that. I mean, he can go. Talking about he a Falcons fan. I mean, that would be a wise man. I mean, ah. he would have seen the light if he became a Falcons fan. I'm going to just shout that out to you, sir. Uh, Junior is what I heard you. JR is what I heard him call you. Uh, whenever you want to convert, I'm here. Them dirty birds still fly you know, at the end of the day. We put on a good show. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, yes, father and four, man. What is it like for schoolwork? Because oh, I have a little girl. She's just finishing kindergarten. And when I saw this school, I'm like, what in the world? Why yes. are y'all learning this now? Yes. So I have to individualize it. Mm-hmm. I have to literally say, okay, you go do something else while this person goes and focus on school. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have to flip flop. Mm-hmm. Because I tried it, tried to like bounce oh, around mm-hmm. all at the same time. It was, Hello. It was daddy, 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 daddy. I'm like, nah. So. Yeah. Separation. Right now, JR, he's kind of like. He, because he said he'll be going to the third grade. So okay. Last year he was able to do his own work. Mm-hmm. He didn't really need help. Mm-hmm. Zara was like, I kind of needed some help, but she mm-hmm. she pretty much knew. Mm-hmm. She's very intelligent, mm-hmm. so she she knew. Mm-hmm. She just wanted my help. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. That's that'd the be thing. That that'd be a thing. thing. And I'd be okay. like, girl, right. you know this work. You know how to do it. You just want me to help you with it, just cause. Mm-hmm. Just get the work done. It's mm-hmm. okay. Like mm-hmm. the quicker right. you get this work done, the faster you can go do something else. Boom! Like <laughs> we all can do something else, right? Because <laughs> you, I want right. to do something too. Right. <laughs> At so, the end of the day, yeah, it mm-hmm. literally be like two hours of doing homework before wow. I can like go do anything else mm-hmm. once we get home. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the twins, I had to like split it because mm-hmm. either they'll like just copy each other, and I'm okay. like, well, y'all not 
Y'all not learning. Right. Like, right. y'all do this later down the line. I'm not, when I'm not paying <laughs> right. attention, right? right? <laughs> Me and the teachers. Like, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Y'all mm. figure that out. But uh, <laughs> right now, I'm going to need y'all to focus. Yeah. And so, learning the stuff they're learning in kindergarten is like, what in oh, the it's world? It's crazy. The math. And I love math. But the... And the math that she brought home, I was like, why are you learning this now? Like, you should be adding and pointing out numbers. Like, why are you doing greater than, less than, number line, and list goes on. Right. But then we got into Mm -hmm. um, word problems. Oh. And they had to, like. In kindergarten? In kindergarten. Oh, no. We didn't get that. I was like, why are we having word problems? And they had to, Mm. they had to tell you a story and then draw out the story and then add add it up. I'm like. I'm like, nah, this is... It's getting real in these streets. <laughs> okay, okay. So, having four, right? So, yeah. do you all do things as a unit, like the five of you all, mm-hmm. going out and doing things like that? What is that like? It, let me ask this. <laughs> if you go to the ball with them and things like that, what are the looks that you get while you all in the mouth? Uh, you know what? I, I kind of don't want to pay attention to the gotcha. looks anymore gotcha. at this point. Mm-hmm. I felt like I once me and my... The kid's mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, w- once we weren't together anymore, yeah. Um, I think I was more subconsciously like thinking about, okay, what is somebody gonna think? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? And mm-hmm. like the twins were like, they were like one, so they were still stroller life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, damn, I'm about to really be pushing this stroller <laughs> through the through the mall. Right. Got the other two holding on to the mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. But now it's more. It, it, it kind of is what it is. Yeah. Like this is this is reality. This is the life, yeah, yeah. For now, um, mm-hmm. for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a strong believer on the buddy system. Gotcha. So gotcha. Oh, that's good. At, at this point, it's like no, you take care of yours because it's usually the older two paired up with the with a twin. Mm. I'm like, nah, you take care of them. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be walking behind y'all. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Y'all take care. Of them. Mm-hmm. Just kind of give them, tell them some responsibility. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Because there's already love there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not too far-fetched for them to be able to do things together, but just making sure it's enforced is yeah. what the goal is. Yeah. The best place they love to go is Bush Gardens. Okay. They love Bush Gardens. My kids, too. Yep. Yeah. On a regular. On a regular. Yeah. They love Bush Gardens. You do the roller coaster? Do they do the they roller do. coaster? Okay. I got two to do the roller coaster. Oh, so you got to wait with the other two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ricky doesn't do the roller coaster either. Yeah. He despises it. I have to show you a video on that. Uh, but okay. Okay. So now, what is it like, would you say, co-parenting, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. that wasn't something that you went into it with the idea that you would be doing. However, it is something that you are currently doing. So how would you say that is or, you know, what are some learning things that you've had to do to adjust? Communication. Mm-hmm. Communication is definitely key. I mean, I think everybody will say that. Communication mm-hmm. with anybody, any type of relationship That's very true. is key. But uh, co-parenting is definitely a communicative thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, <laughs> I think recently we've have gotten back to like a good place. I can say mm-hmm. right now, me and my kid's mother mm-hmm. have probably had the best relationship that we've nice. had nice. in a very long time. Nice. And I mean that's definitely a credit to God and then mm-hmm. also us putting it into putting in the work in. Mm-hmm. Um trying to let bygone, bygones be bygones mm-hmm. and just like really focused on being friends cuz mm-hmm. we we felt that it was important for us to actually really truly become friends. Gotcha. And then also co-parent. Mhm. To our best of, Best of ability. Yeah. Um, y'all met in high school. No, we we oh, met. Okay. Ooh, that's a that's a that's gotcha. a whole. Well, how old were y'all? That's, 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 that's what I'm just trying to get. At. How old? That were y'all was. Y'all met? I was. 
19. Okay. Okay. 19. I mean, you know, it's, it's making it's making sense because yeah. your first came when you were 21. Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay. All right. No, I mean, you know, just people doing math, you know, yeah. might as well yeah. do the math for them. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So co-parenting definitely requires communication. 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 Yeah. Gotcha. And what would you say is like, um, I don't even want to get into it, but at the end of the day, like one of the major hurdles that you think other people that may find themselves co-parenting uh, may face and how do, would you suggest for them to overcome that? I would say the biggest thing is, is for you don't think that you're going to win every battle. Mm. Like, it's not it's not set up for that. Mm-hmm. It's not set up for you to whenever you're gonna take an L. Mm. You're gonna take an L. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not an L that compromises your values, yeah, it's fine. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, unless unless that parent is just literally just not a right good person, person good parent, parent yeah. at all, mm-hmm. and like it's a hindrance to your child, mm. um, you gonna have to like compromise. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to compromise. And mm-hmm. I think that was the that was the biggest key, at least for me, like. I'm like, nah, this, nah, I needed to go this way. I mm-hmm. wanted to go this way. Like, no, 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 I need control. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's that not, that's so. not, that one, that wasn't it. That wasn't and, it. Um, that L had to be taken. It had, it had to be taken. <laughs> and I, I definitely made moves or did things that, like, I just had to. And, like, recently my mom even came to me. She was like, like, you made a lot of decisions that I didn't, per se, rock with you. But I understood now mm-hmm. why you did it because I can see the relationship that's come for, mm. from it from mm. you and Evie like actually being mm-hmm. able to actually do work which together. work together mm-hmm. she's like it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted it mm-hmm. but it makes sense mm. and I'm like yeah exactly mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it I had to I had to compromise right um, and I think mm-hmm. that's a lot with a lot of definitely like if you're the because we want to say that it's 50-50 but it's never 50-50 mm-hmm. there's a parent that's going to be taking most of the mm-hmm. the brunt of it gotcha yeah. um, and yeah. if you're that parent it's hard for you to not compromise because you feel like no I'm already doing so much why do I need to compromise no you need to conform it to my ways mm-hmm. and it don't it don't it don't work that way like that wow that's good that's good information because you know People find themselves in the situation for various reasons, but yeah. at the end of the day, you won't win them all. Nope. That's the moral of the story. You won't win them all. You won't. Now, you did talk about values. What would you say are some of the values that you're holding on to as a father that you would want your children to acknowledge one day when they talk about you? Uh, first, first and foremost is my spiritual value. Yeah. Um, knowing that God is definitely the source of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to experience God for yourself, mm-hmm. which I know as a child that's been raised in the church, you have to you have to come find God for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna have all the all the tools that you need, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to figure out how to use the tool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So instilling in them like God is definitely first. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, is finding the individuals that you can actually depend on. I mm-hmm. think that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be family or friends. Because mm-hmm. I've have I have close friends that yeah. are like, no, like this is You can depend on them. I can depend mm-hmm. on them. Closer than some of my actual blood mm-hmm. relatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like finding those so those and then protecting your environment. Like gotcha. you gotta you gotta protect your environment. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's so much things that try to try to attack you on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't put yourself in a position that can be easily 
shaking pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Ho! Alright, great people. So this video is sponsored by the DKUJ Palette and Gardening Channel. Now, that YouTube channel is all about helping people garden whatever they are, be it if you have a, a bunch of acres or if you have a little bit of space or if you just have a patio space, we will show you I I will show you how you can garden what you want to eat, okay? So just know there's so many different things. We even have chickens on the channel as well. So if you don't know, now you know i have a gardening youtube channel where i build things grow things and show you how you could do the same things okay great people so make sure y'all go check that out i'll put a link down below (laughs) i definitely like what you said and even with the idea of protecting your environment what does that mean entirely because i'm even thinking about social media i'm thinking Mm -hmm. about people that you're interacting with as far as your community and things like that but what does that mean environment so for me at home i would say for the kids I, i i definitely limit on what they what they watch. Absolutely. Um, totally agree. I'm a, I'm a big, like, nah, I don't go to YouTube because YouTube goes into rabbit trails. Very true. Uh, kid YouTube is, is a little better, but they still be You slipping. said it best, a little better. It's a little better. Things slide through. It slide through still. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're still trying to, like, maneuver around because I do understand that this is a different age because I'm mm-hmm. like... What happened to the days like going to watch Kenan and Kel? Uh, like, you know uh, what I'm saying? Nickelodeon. Rugrats. Hello, Disney or something. You know, Disney. Old Disney. Old Disney. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, what? Mm-hmm. Now it's different. Now, now it's like, nah, man, we want to watch these folks. Correct. And I'm like, real oh, people. Real people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to understand that. Mm-hmm. My mind's still like, nah, man. Right. I got Paramount Plus. They got all the all hello, the Nickelodeon hello, from hello. all days. Y'all can watch all these. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> like <laughs> this is what I'm a turn on. Y'all right, can watch this. Right. Uh, but yeah, just protecting them what they what they watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, who they're around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm being on that. Definitely mm-hmm. that was one of the hurdles gotcha. <laughs> with yeah. co-parenting. Is mm-hmm. like, okay, so who are you exactly with? And like, why are you? And I'm like, mm-hmm. so it's also communicating, like, no, this mm-hmm. is this is one of my values. Like, I need you to value this too so yeah. that our kids are not just open to just foolishness mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. that that was definitely a hurdle yeah and and she especially on the co-parents inside right yeah uh because you don't know necessarily who mm-hmm. she's in their care side. yeah that's it's like you kind of got your hands off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but expressing that that's the value mm-hmm. and understanding like no this is important yeah um, yeah. Now let me ask this, and you could choose to answer, mm-hmm. you know, or not. But I, um, have your kids ever asked why? Why aren't you and mommy together? So they haven't asked me yet. Okay. But they definitely have talked to her. Okay. And asked her. Wow. Um, and she and shared she, it with you. She yes, yeah, she did. Gotcha. And uh, she hasn't formulated. <laughs> yeah. No. The words I mean, yet. She yeah. kind of been thrown off. Uh, my son is a little bit more curious now. Okay. Because um, he's eight. Because he's eight. He's aware. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. aware. The twins, because they were so young, they kind of only have like thoughts or through pictures. Like mm-hmm. s- somehow they found wedding pictures <laughs> on an old computer. And I was like, kids are smart, you know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all went through it, huh? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So <laughs> they, they're they uh, they're going through that, that motion. So mm-hmm. at some point, um, I do want to. I'm gonna sit down with my mm-hmm. son, like kind of just tell him, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, like the last five, it's been about five years. The last five years, it's been a part. So they they know, like, okay, mm-hmm. this is mommy, this is daddy. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they'll see each other during the like birthdays and mm-hmm. whatever. They'll see mm-hmm. us 
together at that at those moments. But um, yeah, they haven't came to me and asked. Gotcha, why, gotcha. Which is interesting. I was about to say that. Like, did you have you or do you even wonder why he did not come to you as opposed to going to his mom? I I I do wonder why. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, I'm gonna say. Not to say that he's, I don't even know, he, I can even say he's closer to his mom. Right, right. Because a lot of times he's, he, I mean, don't, be wanting, he don't even be wanting to go. There's that, but then you and even it, talked about, you don't even know who he's close to in the house. So right. you, you know what I'm saying? There's so, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I dig it. I dig it. You about to say something? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's usually just all about, hey, so can I get this game? I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Okay. How yeah. you doing? Yeah, right. All right, all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can nah. I play your PlayStation? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, nah, I dig that. I dig that. So, uh, what is something that you enjoy about fatherhood that was a surprise to you? Uh, it's it's the joy to see. I think the the best moment is when I come home. If I'm not, if I don't already have them, when I get into the house. The reaction mm-hmm. of me being present, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's like, yeah, that's it. No, like, I, I, I don't like. I don't, I don't know it's no better feeling. It's no better feeling. Yeah. Like the joy that they have to see me is like, dang, mm-hmm. I, dang. I, I thought I'm just doing all right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Y'all make it seem like I'm the best in the world. Uh, like it's crazy. Hello, hello. <laughs> see, you got four, so I can imagine the stampede yeah. of sound and noise that mm-hmm. takes place when you enter. Except for one, be more standoffish. Mm-hmm. That's because she's like really close to her granddad. Gotcha, gotcha. But she'll come by herself. Uh huh, uh huh. And then she'll embrace. It's more meaningful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it'll throw you off, right? Because yeah. well, for me, it is throwing me off because I'll get that some days. But then some days I walk in and it's quiet. Like, what in the world? Are they watching TV or something? Like, hey yeah. y'all. Oh, hi dad. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, what is this? So, if I could only like bottle the consistency factor mm-hmm. to them and say, "Hey, do this every day," like I, I like this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But no, I dig that. That is a good thing. That is a good thing. So, with that being said, even like you said, um, one, I'm sure other ones are as well, close to your father. Um, how does that help in the fathering that you're doing to them? Then being close to your father. I would say it's interesting because I'm like the way he treats them was definitely different than Absolutely. than the way that uh, Absolutely. you it's, know it's consistent with grandparents. I'm like, oh, okay, so y'all just mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, yep, that's that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Mm. I don't know what <laughs> we all feel that way. Uh, children mm-hmm. yep. to our parents, how y'all treat your grandchildren as opposed to how you treat us. Yep. There's a difference. Yeah, there's a real difference. Mm-hmm. But hey, our day will come. Yep. <laughs> you know, I guess that's just what, what getting older do. Like, that's what yeah. it does. It hey, don't matter. Like, um, but I, I would say my my main connection, which is still just that being present, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that 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 helps a lot mm-hmm. for them seeing their granddad, uh, and then they even go to like my granddad's. They mm-hmm. go over there all the time. Nice. Um, so for them to actually like, they they consistently see their family mm-hmm. um which for me i wouldn't say i'm like the most uber family okay person yeah. i have my close family circle okay okay <laughs> uh and i don't bury I mean, you, you have four right there right so, there i get yeah. it so i got a close family circle. <laughs> right um, mom and dad so i get it but mm-hmm. 
that is one that I would say I would never want to put probably like one of my flaws on them, mm. which is like sometimes being close to my family. I could definitely be distant, uh, but I would never want to put that on my kids. Yeah, yeah. And you know, on what's how you say it subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Me not going or going over to somebody's house, like, that can automatically, like, just distance them. Yeah. So I would never want to do that. And I would say my parents play a great role mm-hmm. in helping mm-hmm. in that bridge. Okay, okay. Uh, because they would definitely, like, take them over to events or something like that if I'm not, like, the most sociable person. Yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's great when you have that family dynamic as far as the parents stepping in and things like that. So, nah, I mean... I dig that. I dig that. And so even with that helping out and even as you talked about, right, raising four um, when they're in your care requires a lot. But it's great that you do have community. You do have family around that can help and allow for you to get to spend time as necessary with them individually. Right. Or Mm -hmm. in pairs, which, you know, that speaks volumes, which even us, we only have two. But quite often on the weekends, we don't have them. It's Largely because we have people that love them and want right. to be with them and always asking for them and things like that. Um, but it helps as well. It yep. helps and let us relax, helps yep. us, um, you know, catch up on different things and do different things mm-hmm. um, because we all have different things that we're doing, right? Yes. Not only do you work, but you're an entrepreneur as well. Yes. But you're going to dive into, you know what I'm saying? That yes. was the transition. That was the segue. It's always the a segue. great segue. Yes. And so, so as an entrepreneur, clean. right, you, you, mm-hmm. you have uh, quite a repertoire mm-hmm. uh, I don't even I'm not an artist so I don't even know what it's called it's called a catalog yes okay catalog you have yes. a wonderful catalog now let the people know the the things that you've done with Forever Free and the list goes on okay so uh, working with Forever Free which is the company that me and Mark Freeman nice um, founded together nice uh, so that's shout out to you Mark yep great rapper yes sir Freeman yes uh, F R X X M X N. There it is. There, there you it go. Is. Uh, listen, because I definitely produce tracks on <laughs> on several of his projects. Uh, Squad up. So that's definitely been a wonderful journey there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you all started a. You said what now? Call Forever Free. What is it? It's so a, it's an entertainment company. Entertainment company. Gotcha. Yes. Call Forever Free. Mm-hmm. So we we didn't want it to pocket hold into just like a record label. Yeah. Um, because we we believe in like more than just music mm-hmm. on all arts so all different type of what arts. else do you do so at this moment for entertainment mm-hmm. for entertainment it definitely houses as of right now the dj red tober nice uh-huh 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 dj dj, DJ i can't red. do it because it has a yeah boom which is actually my daughter nice that does that tag for me it's those simple touches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah which we 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 did that on purpose. So like the Forever Free tag is Mark's son. Nice. Who did his tag? Yeah. Then, yep. Nice. So, dope. And we that's like we want to keep it in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, because I mean, she could be paid every time that song gets mm-hmm. goes off. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was definitely yeah, legacy right there. Yeah. Um. So DJ Red Tober, uh, and then also uh, I won't say it's a new venture, but it's actually under it. Mm-hmm. Hasn't got fully vetted out, but there are still works in it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a video editing mm. side of things. Nice. Which uh, right now it's probably you heard it here first. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Red, Red Cinema. Nice. Okay. Red Cinema. Nice. Yep. I dig that. So okay. that's that's in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, I. 
do have some clients that I do video editing for. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of up under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to try to expand. Yeah. Uh, another, you heard it here first. Okay. Which I'm still trying to work out the details. I'm super it. excited okay. for it. Okay. Is that I'm looking to be able to get um, a 360 photo booth. Okay. To be okay. able to do a full uh, event. Yeah. Event uh, parties. Uh, so when planning. you say full, you mean you full. DJing? So, so it's DJing. Ball. So we. We are able to. You come to us, mm-hmm. and we we put on your event. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in the works that yeah. we that we're looking to wow. put on the umbrella. Wow! Um, and then also go. we're about to bring back our merch mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's super fun. Yeah, yeah. Wow! No, that's dope. Cause Mark had, which I don't know if you were part of that as well, mm-hmm. but Mark had some nice merch that he would come out with, mm-hmm. um, just in general, but also in line with the projects and things that he was working on. So, of course, me not knowing the logistics on the back end, but yes. you know, you may or may not have been with that. So definitely, I'm excited for that as well. Yeah. Um. So now I want to jump back, and then we gonna hit the different pieces mm-hmm. accordingly. But you said that having your daughter on. Uh, the intro, if you will, saying the Red Tober was a legacy move. What do you mean by that? So, I would say when we started Forever Free, mm-hmm. we always had the mindset of we want to make a company that our children can work at. Okay. And they can have whatever their passions are, could be house up under this, mm-hmm. whatever it is. No matter how crazy it may seem, that they could just be right there Mm -hmm. but um for the legacy moment it's more so of like every time she hears one of my songs or one of my beats she knows that's her Mm -hmm. and she remembers like oh no i was a part of this Mm -hmm. um my son he often comes to many shows with me Mm -hmm. so like he knows okay i'm a part of this like Mm -hmm. this is not just my company this is Mm -hmm. this is for Mm y'all like i want y'all to take Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. Um, so just building that up and kind of instilling in them like, no, this is, this is yours. This is yours. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, when we pass away, it's mm-hmm. up to y'all mm-hmm. to do whatever y'all want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, where would you say, which is also great, what you just said, where would you say, um, your dad's influence play to the part of what you're doing right now with your kids? Obviously, him taking you to studios and things like that mm-hmm. was a moment. Yeah. Now, you're taking your son to shows, having your daughter on tracks and things like that. Like, have you ever saw a mirror? Like, oh, snap. Yeah. Like, I'm doing what he did and doing it myself. Yeah, absolutely. And he's always taught me to, like, hey, you need to, like, leave something for your children. Mm-hmm. Like, leave something. Uh, which I know my parents, they worked, they worked hard. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Right now, they're, they're not working, which... Mm-hmm. Glory to God, like, man. They, they, he knows what we need. Your mom's a teacher, right? My mom's a teacher. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. um, She was a teacher. She uh, in 2017. Okay. She had like a mini stroke gotcha. that that um, kind of disabled her. Mm-hmm. But who knew? Three years later, we mm-hmm. had the pandemic, and mm-hmm. I needed her to be a teacher again. Wow! Yeah. So, <laughs> so at home she was. So she <laughs> with them kids, with the kids, teaching being, again, teaching again. Wow! And uh, so yeah, God definitely knows mm-hmm. right on time. Very true. Um, but just to, he, he's definitely like, now nah, you got to leave. You, you want to leave something, and I, I, I feel that his 
talks from like Pastor Poe when he's had talks with the Pastor Poe, and then it's just him spilling it down to me. Yeah, it's just like, nah, you gotta leave something. Mm-hmm. So like, always keep that in the forefront of your mind. Like whenever mm-hmm. you're making something, like think about your think about your kids, think mm-hmm. about your kids. So. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, that's good. And for those that don't know, Pastor Poe is a phenomenal man. Yes. Um, phenomenal man of God. My father-in-law, the uh, man that he and his wife, Pastor Deborah, yes. birthed the Village of Ministries, which is a church that we work at and go to and things in which you've heard him talk about. So, you know, I'm not just going to let yeah. that pass. I definitely put a link down to Village of Ministries so that you can check out not only him and the different things that he saw, but the legacy that he's left with our very own Pastor Brian being our pastor, which is yes. his son, uh, my brother-in-law and things like that. So, you know. It's all, it's it's legacy wrapped yes. up in everything that is done. Um, mm-hmm. And even Wood, he was even talking about legacy. So, you know, obviously it's things that we talk about, I talk about as well. So, I mean, you talk about what you hear and you do mm-hmm. what you see, <laughs> right. right? And even you doing what you see, what your father, what he's done and things like that. I mean, it's it's beautiful just to watch even from the sidelines, right? Um, but more than anything, allowing for them to get to see it in the forefront um, mm-hmm. them seeing you produce, seeing you DJ and things like that. So in the umbrella of the entertainment yes. uh, company, you also have released projects, yes. right? So let's talk about them. Yes. So release two beat tape EPs. Boom. Um, the first one, Enough. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that one was, uh, that one was scary. Cause wow. like, because that was the first one I put out for my like, okay. it was me. Yeah, like, it wasn't just producing for somebody. Mm. It's like, nah, I'm actually stepping out as an artist. Mm. Um, so like, I switched over from mm. this producer yeah. to actual artist. Yeah, so it was it was a little nerve wow. nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was definitely one of the that EP was created in probably like some of the darkest moments. Mm. Uh, of my life, like mm-hmm. going through everything I was going through with my kid's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, that was my outlet, like mm-hmm. producing. Mm-hmm. And um, that EP actually talks about vulnerability mm-hmm. and just being being open and vulnerable to being who you are, accepting who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the whole title is, Enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you are enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being open to knowing that that's who you are mm-hmm. um so tell me this how does a so as you i forgot the title that you gave it but how does a album with no words talk a certain message yes so it was through titling mm-hmm. and then also through there's a little samples through it okay uh very subtle samples yeah, that, you, yeah. that you hear. Because I will say it's therapeutic, right? Because yeah. even when I heard it and even shared it with you, like that was um, music that I would listen to while in a sauna, which is where I do a lot of my meditating and praying. Yeah. Um, I was listening to it there, and it was definitely therapeutic. I was able to relax and just hear God and um, you know drown out the excess noise and things like that. So mm-hmm. for me, it was therapeutic, right? Um, but then for you, as you talked about it, it had a deeper meaning so yes. hmm. so well, and every beat tape i really try to beat think tape of, okay yeah beat tape mm-hmm. yep yep so not a mixtape beat tape beat tape which uh, you know mm-hmm. or you can call it instrumental project it has various names okay okay um but with with that particular one um i did i chopped up like uh there's some type of podcast or not podcast uh it was a TED talk. Okay. That uh, that just touched me. I'm like, okay, 
perfect. I'm gonna just formulate these in a in a certain area. Um, as the beat is going, but there's a message that kind of ties through it. Mm-hmm. So it seems very distant because like the words are like faint. But it's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. And then when you when you actually start to listen to mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. like oh snap. Right, now that you said I'm um, um, I am hearing words. Okay. Yep. Okay. 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 It's just not as pronounced mm-hmm. as not other, pronounced. you know, songs and things like yeah. that are. And it's it's meant to just that that particular one was definitely meant to just just therapy. Mm-hmm. That's literally what. No, it it's meant. definitely that. It, so yeah. now, where is that located for those that are listening? That and like, is wait a minute, what are y'all talking about? Everywhere. Okay. Streaming, because I, I I realized when I said everywhere, somebody started saying, "Oh, it's at Target." I'm like, "All right, let me let me let me specify." Mm-hmm. The streaming, keyword, streaming, streaming, everywhere. So meaning digital, digital. So okay. your iTunes, uh-huh. your Apple Music, Spotify, your Spotify, uh-huh. your SoundCloud, title, things like that. All of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All of the the digital streaming. Literally everywhere. Boom. Pandora. Pandora. Hello. There's so many that I didn't know until Correct. I actually started distributing music. I'm like, mm, oh, okay. That's right. It. Even podcasts. I didn't realize there's so many podcast platforms, but I'm like, yeah. I'm glad there's a company that knows about all of them. Right. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to see you. You do your job. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that that was that one. So and that's enough. Okay. That's enough. Which came out when? That came out 2020. 2020, gotcha. So, May 2020. And it gotcha. was on, on purpose. So, mm. which you're going to see a thread. Okay. May 2020, obviously, that's two months into the shutdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, which I didn't know when I was producing it, that, like, my mind was going, we was about to shut down. Mm. My mind was always thinking, like, because I had finished it. I finished the first two tracks, or the last two tracks on that project. A year ahead, mm. it was in 2019 mm-hmm. that I finished those two, mm. and then the last, I would say the last song I finished at like the end of 2019, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get ready to put this into a project. Mm. And I was like, all right, let me pick a date, let me pick a date, and I'm like, let me do May, because mm. in May it's Mental Health Awareness Month. True. So I was like, I'll, I want to drop something for Mental Health mm-hmm. Awareness Month, but then I'm like. That worked even perfect. Like, this mm, in the talk middle about, of pandemic. Talk about oh, mental health, man. Like, we were shut down. We were shut down. Mm. I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Give mm-hmm. just something to to relax to, mm-hmm. to release their minds from all the craziness that's happening. Mm-hmm. Worrying about COVID. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not saying you can't still can't worry about COVID, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I mean, to Florida, don't be. Right. <laughs> Burns in the sun or something like that. Right, yeah. But to your point, giving you something to take your mind off of yeah. the headlines, the news, the chitter chatter, and things like that. Like I said, it was yeah. doing for me. It did for me. While in the sun and things like that, I was able to. As you know, we go to the same gym when yep. you do go. And <laughs> uh, <but laughs> the gym. I don't, do you go to the sauna? I do. Okay, I do. so I have to hear every, every time. Right, so you can still hear the outside noise and yep. things like that. But when I would listen to the music, oftentimes I would be by myself. And so I would just play it through the phone. But it yep. drowned out that. So it yep. was a way to buffer the, the side noise. So, no, I mean, it, it did what it needed to do, especially for me. And so for those that, you know, tap in and tune into it, it'll do it for them as well. So that was enough. Yes. March 2020. Yes. Now we have a project that just came out. Yes. 2022. 2022. Was that in May, May too? May, yep. That's what I'm thinking. Like, huh, huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. I see what you're doing. Yep. Talk and to us. that's uh, Free Into the Night, mm. uh, which 
what's interesting is that title actually came before Enough. Okay. But I knew that wasn't that project. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I want to make a, I want to make a project that's like almost a lullaby, but it's not a lullaby, but it's like something that like kind of frees you into it. So it was okay. interesting. Okay. The first track that was actually produced was the last track. Oh. And I'm going to say I like that one the most. I ain't going to lie to Wait. you. That one, that one. And it, it sucks. You know, it'd be funny, right? I'm back cut, you know, but it sucks because it's like when it hits and finishes, I'm like, oh, man, we're ready for the next one. Yeah. Then it goes to some random thing because it's at the yeah. end. It goes to another album track. Yeah. But no, uh, go ahead. Yeah, so the, la- the last song on that project is uh, I Have Still Water Peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that one, I would say it's like the lullaby. Mm-hmm. If you would think of a lullaby. Mm-hmm. Like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I was to ever create a lullaby, it's best as my... Ability, that, uh-huh. ability. That's that's what I would hear. Mm. Um, so I made that one first. And I was like, okay, I want something that literally can wind you down. And the whole the whole purpose was to to literally free your free your mind. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, I've had a lot of the thoughts, a lot of thoughts attack me more so at night than mm-hmm. during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like. Sleeping was a was a thing. Mm-hmm. Getting only like two three hours of sleep because mm-hmm. your mind just going everywhere. Yeah, that was a that was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I want to create a track or create a project that can actually like it takes you down. Like you can feel the tempo adjusting going down. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, perfect. Bring it to the night. Let's let's get it. Mm. And then I was like, okay, I want to do something different than I did before. I was like, let me get Miss Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy J. Shout out to Randy J. Randy J. Let me get her on the project to just go ahead and just add some some flares mm-hmm. into this. Mm-hmm. And uh, she killed it. She killed it. Which, uh, as she would. As she I would. mean, shout out to Miss Randy. For those who yes. don't know Miss Randy, she is a <laughs> phenomenal woman of God. Has a wonderful voice, right? Yes. Um, known as the mouthpiece of God in the sense where when she speaks, you can feel heaven's presence. She yes. does spoken words. She does singing and things like that. But, I mean, it's it's a beautiful marriage, right? Yeah. Um, that you did there on the track, right? She's right. a married woman, so it wasn't yeah. outside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like clarity. Uh, <laughs> with the music itself, it was just beautiful to put you two together. So, yeah, talk about that. How did that happen? So I literally came and I said, Miss Randy, I got I got a crazy idea for you. Like, I just need you to rock with me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so, I got this project I'm working on. I want you to be on it. She was like, Okay. Yes. <laughs> just like uh, that. Yes. Okay. Like, yes. Like, nice. Oh. She's like, yeah, no, no. The Holy Spirit just told me to say yes. I'm like, all right, cool, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. I get back at, I get back with you, mm-hmm. and then I started finishing up the the beats, and then like scoping out what the songs are gonna be and like what everything means. Because mm. uh, I had like different records. Like I'm trying to piece records. That this project was weird because it wasn't like a cohesiveness of like. I knew I'm producing for this project. Mm. It was like, I just sat down one day and I was like, oh man, all these will go go well together. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. This is it. This is what I, this is what, this was it. This mm. was free tonight. Perfect. Wow. Like, wow. Wow. Um, oh, that's beautiful. And so it, it, 
it worked. I was like, okay, so let me go in and then just continue to produce. Yeah. Because I had, like, the shell of most of the records. Mm-hmm. But I had to go in and finish producing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I did the, I would say, the brunt of it back last summer. Wow. Uh, I had the privilege of going to see my brother, uh, Benjamin. Nice. Yep, Graduate. Yep, yep. Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to Salute. you, Ben. Salute. Pun intended. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see him graduate. Uh, but I stayed like an extra day up mm. there just so I can have time to myself because mm. no kids. Uh, <laughs> we heard about it. <laughs> yeah, so I stayed an extra day just to have that time and I sat down and I pretty much produced all of it except for one track, mm. which I did produce technically, but I switched it. I switched the very first, the first song on the project mm. wasn't the original first song. Mm. So just the... Uh, just the, you know, facts, mm-hmm, weird mm-hmm. facts. Mm-hmm. The background. Rainy, the background. Uh-huh, it's rainy. See. She recorded it to a whole different beat than what you hear. Oh, wow. But it, but it still fit. It fit perfectly. You once wouldn't know. Wow. You wouldn't know. I was like, dang, this is crazy. Wow. It just, it just worked out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But yeah, so finding like the names and, and for me, I was like, okay, this project has to mean, I'm just thinking like it has to step up like. I wanted this project to be an affirmation. Like, mm. like when I'm thinking about literally freeing my mind, mm-hmm. how am I freeing it? Like, mm. I got to, like, affirm some things. Mm. Like, really speak out some things mm. to just come my mind. So each mm. song mm-hmm. is an affirmation. Mm. Oh, great people. This is another sponsor of today's podcast. It is Christians Deserve Orgasms to the book written by my lovely wife, Crystal Jones, in which she says on the back, Christians Deserve Orgasms too will equip Christians with tools to build intimacy, hygiene tips, and sex positions. Some you will want to try and others you will determine aren't for you. By the end of the day, let's all at least agree to stop trying to bake cakes from scratch with no directions. You finally have a safe place to learn about sex. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I know you know somebody that is about to get married or is getting married or is in a serious relationship and here's a book for them. Here's a book to help them so that once they make that transition, they are in holy blissful matrimony okay the right way each and every time that they do link up and this book will help them do so so find it down in the link below or you can find it on amazon christians deserve orgasms too now i'm on here right i picked up my phone to look at the track we'll look at the album the ep yeah. uh the beat track yep, yep ep yep. now i see there's a star by number four which is titled Our Release and Gang Restoration, which the star usually means like what people like. Right. Okay. Okay. So what went into that one? Let me let me like the one I like the most. So I can <laughs> see the star move, but okay, love. I didn't even know that was there. Yeah. We'll recommend one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So talk about that. Our release and gang restoration. Which that which is crazy enough. The last or well, two people that I've known that mm-hmm. I know, like Daniel George. Shout mm-hmm. out to you, Daniel Shout George. Shout out to you. Uh, I let him listen to it before it got released. I'm nice. Like, uh, and I asked him, I said, okay, so tell me what you think, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. He's like, yeah, so like, number four is it. He didn't know the name of it. Ah. He was like, number four, number four is it. He okay. Like, That's the one. And I was like, okay, 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 cool. And then... Uh, Miss Camille Callahan. Nice. Shout, shout out to you. Shout out to the Callahan. To SC family. Yes. Um... She she hit me up. She like number four. Like that's our releasing game. Rest- that's my favorite joint. I was like, wow, that's 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 crazy. Mm. That is crazy. Mm. That was. So I know my competition now. That was the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, 
I would say like produce or that to give that lullaby thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, man, I really want to switch it up. Which that was, I would say, probably the funnest one to produce. Okay, because that it has a switch up in it. Yeah, true. That I was like, yeah, mm, this is, mm, this is this what I want. This is what I want. Okay. Uh, but the the meaning behind that one is mm-hmm. simply just you know, not only I know you, you, a lot of people hear about like casting your cares, yeah, uh, and sometimes people just stop at that point mm-hmm. and like just the release part, but like no guy actually came to restore, yeah. Like when you're releasing, it's not just a release of and nothing coming and back, vacant, yeah. And you're not gonna be just empty, yeah. Like he comes to restore it, like, yeah. He, he empties you out. To fill you back up again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Which is good, right? Because yes. if I could talk Bible a little bit, <laughs> yeah. that's very good that you're saying it. Because now I'm even playing back scriptures I read. Which one of them that like, I was dealing with for a while is the one where like you, it was talking about how you cast out a spirit mm-hmm. uh, or an enemy or a devil and things like that. And it goes away, but it comes back with seven times that of itself to then take place in residence of itself. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, hold right. on. <laughs> If I stop doing evil, it's going to be seven times the evil that's to come. But know that you are now speaking to the uh, remedy to that thought for those that may even be reading that scripture. Like, no, when you cast, there's something that's coming that's going to feel. And so, yeah. Yep. And and for if you were going on Instagram, what you're going to see, like, I have scriptures for each one mm, uh each track for each track nice. and some of them have multiple which mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say i remember memorized all no, of them you good you good you good i'm not i'm not that guy hello but uh you'll see it on instagram <laughs> you can see it on instagram uh-huh uh but for i know for that particular particular track in the re- in regards to like releasing and gang restoration you know uh the matthew uh, Matthew 11, mm. you know, mm. I'm going to say that. Yeah, you, good, you know, you, you can read the whole book, you you'll, find whole, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's simply talking about, um, he's going to give you rest mm-hmm. and he's going to, he's going to restore it. Like mm. he's restoring you. He's going to mm-hmm. give you a good life. Like you're going to learn the unforced wisdom of grace. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is what you, what you do. Like mm. once you, once you go through the pattern, which we can actually go if we got, we got time. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, so I'm, like, it's, it's going it. from the mindset of like first. And this is the yeah, latest album. This is the latest okay, album. Okay, talk about yeah. it. So like, you're starting off, I am free. Yeah. And it's, you You literally think like you have to affirm that. Like, who, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Absolutely. That's what this is, indeed. Yes. Uh, nice. <laughs> so who the sun sets free is free indeed. And that's actually like our foundational scripture mm. for forever free. Nice. Um, That's what we live and breathe by so it's just it's that constant affirmation like oh i got victory in everything i do like Mm. i've already got the victory because i already have the freedom um so starting off with that mindset and then you're going into the mind of like i'm gonna be all right like i will be all right because i already know that god has good plans for me i know Mm -hmm. he got good works for me Mm -hmm. like it may not seem to be and even the scripture says like rejoice in those moments that you have like tribulation because correct, like correct. it's only saying that like it's about to be something good that's on the it, other that's side it, that's like it. you, you want to rejoice in because it's only yeah. gonna build up your endurance yep, like yep you rejoice so like i'm all right like okay cool i'm more than my broken pieces which mm-hmm. like that's a big one like a lot of people mm-hmm. are so focused on flaws mm-hmm. and and dealing with even in today's society where a lot of people share more than I personally do, but they, they, they're up, they're out there on, yeah, yeah. on social media, yeah. and like it's easy to compare yourself with 
with a whole nother human from across the country Hello. that you don't even know. You may never ever meet. And then you start to build these flaws because you're not like them or mm-hmm. you see that, or you might even look at your people that you are around. Like say mm-hmm. we're at church and you look at me mm-hmm. like, oh man, he's doing this, he's doing that. And like, bro, no, like you have to run your own race. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're starting to build these flaws like, oh, I can't speak like him or I can't do what she does. Mm-hmm. And so you're starting to build up these old, your own limitations your own limitations and stopping you from what you can really do Do. right because if you were to ask the people the ones that are good (laughs) right if you were to ask the people like man how do you do what you do and are how you are they'll probably tell you i I don't know i'm just doing it or it's god at the end of the day so no i i I love which that's funny because like like you said earlier Mm -hmm. when i get on stage it's like a totally different person yeah i'm naturally quiet Mm mm-hmm and when I get on stage, it's like it's 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 strange because I'm like, this ain't me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. this ain't me. Yeah. But I get compliments after every time I go on stage and like even like this past weekend, yeah. um, or night of worship and mm-hmm. stuff. It was like, yo, like bro, you really was you was good out mm-hmm. there. I'm like, oh really? Like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy. Like yeah. in my own mind, I'm I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I also have to like, nah, let me stop limiting myself. Correct. Correct. Uh, but oh, also with broken pieces is yeah. also like the the trauma that you've been through in mm. your life as mm. well. Like you can't let your trauma define you. You just mm. use it to help move you forward, or yeah, I would say either move you forward and also learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's trauma that you never caused on yourself, because a lot of people have gotcha. childhood trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have best friends that have like deep childhood trauma, and I'm mm. like really my words to them is like hey this can either like motivate you mm. to to keep you going forward or saying hey like i'm not, I'm not gonna be like them um or it can just it can hinder you and like it's just gonna it's gonna hurt you inside and it's gonna ultimately like kill you like mm-hmm. either that's gonna be from drug abuse that's gonna be uh, from sexual abuse mm. uh, from yourself like that's the thing like sexual abuse mm. to yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's good and like all of it, so it's yeah. like, hey, like no, like you have to push through, and you, you are more than your broken pieces. Like yeah. God has called you to be more; He has seen you to be more. You are His masterpiece. Like, yeah. like He, yeah, you are His mm. masterpiece. Like, mm. the, be connected to the Creator that way. No, like He's not done with you. Yeah, and like He has, He has a story that He wants to tell through you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that that that's that's what inspired that track, and then yeah, yeah. and then that's when we got to our. You know, get uh, release game restoration. Like, yeah, okay. Now that I understood these things. Mm-hmm. I'm about to release all of that, but I know when I'm releasing, I'm it's, it's pouring back in. Mm-hmm. It's pouring back into me. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's giving me the right things. Um, I remember doing an example one time of um, I call it the dirty cup example. Gotcha. Where <laughs> uh, where you would pour in like dirt inside like a a clean glass of water. Yeah. And that would just represent like just us, like how we would look from all of our our thoughts, ways, sins, all of it. Mm-hmm. This is what we would look like. And mm-hmm. then when we when we allow God to take over our life, um he doesn't just empty out the dirty cup. Or he doesn't yeah, he doesn't just empty out the dirty cup. Like he gives you a new cup and fills mm-hmm. you up. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and it's just that powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. nah, he literally will make you new mm. and whole again mm-hmm. um, once you just release it all to him. Mm. And then, you know, once you 
get that restoration, you gonna you gonna ultimately feel peace. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it's like, I have still water peace. Like, mm. Water suggests it's mm-hmm. still so that's, calm. That's what I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. I think it's heavenly. It, very yeah. true. Very true. Now, with that. Knowing now that you have, which, you know, artists do, but you don't mm-hmm. always get to hear the stories behind and the means behind the tracks, right? It's not just music that's put out, but it's something behind the different things that you're you're releasing. So yeah. what also has gone into the thought behind your album covers? Because they're not the norm, right? No. Especially this one, mm-hmm. the latest one, that, that was, it caught me, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> what, what goes into the... the the artwork. So shouts out to Selena. If I mispronounced your name, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said Pierre. enough. Selena. Selena. Can we call you Selena? Yep, Selena. Okay. Um, she is an amazing mm-hmm. artist. Okay. Amazing I saw artist. you posting some of her work. Uh, and when we when we started on the journey for enough, once we made that cover, I was like, okay. For every instrumental project I put out, she's doing the cover art. Mm. Hands down, that's Hands just down. what it is. Hands down is what it is. And there's gonna and like I would love for it to always be so there's very subtle buybacks to like if you would notice on the correlation between mm-hmm. the two. Okay. Do your thing. When on free into the night mm-hmm. in the middle of the hands, there's like this circular Yes. Like yes. This, that that is Pretty much mm-hmm. similar to the circular. I see what you did there. Of the enough mm-hmm. title. I see what you did there. Um, but the free into the night is that you're the the cover, mm-hmm. the inspiration behind it is this this chase of you're trying to get to that freedom. That mm-hmm. circular, that hand reaching out is really it's really God's hands mm-hmm. that's getting to this freedom. But you're on this chase. Mm-hmm. You're on this constant wave of trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Your mind's trying to race to get to freedom. Okay. And um, as you see with the clock, this is very, very different. If you, you know, it can, I would love to see it visualized. I didn't even notice the clock. So the clock, so the clocks are, do they have numbers on it? The number's actually in the sky for Mm. the clocks. But that just represents the time that gets wasted so quickly when you're, when you're racing through your mind. That's so so much. That's. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome in this chase in this pursuit in this pursuit that you're mm. that you're trying to find freedom and it's like nah like the freedom's in his hands mm. wow that's awesome yeah. and I'm I'm just taken back now in appreciation of what you did right cause I'm gonna be honest <laughs> when I did it when I when I uh, downloaded the track or whatnot, um, or the uh instrumental EP because you just said that <laughs> I got it and I hit play I just been hitting play from there right I, I yeah. saw it but I didn't really look at it and when I saw the top I just thought it was instrumental or excuse me musical instruments or excuse yeah. me uh, musical notes I just mm-hmm. thought that's what it was so I never even just like looked at it but now seeing numbers is like oh snap everything that you're saying is definitely visually here yeah, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, she, she did it, but she great, did that. She did. So did you communicate job. this to her? Yes. Or, so, okay. Yeah, we have like a whole sit down and we talk through, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting because like I didn't have the music yet to mm-hmm. like give to her to like. Oh, wow. So like the first one, she was able to kind of vibe off of the the music. Mm-hmm. I had the music ready at that time. I'm like, hey, this is the music before it goes into mixing. Like, just try to like. You know, work away. But with this one, I I came in with the concept. Like, mm. 
Like, no, nah, like, this is what I'm thinking. Gotcha. Um, without the music. But without the music. Nice. Like, the music so was a different still, approach. Yeah, like, I, I've had this cover art for a while mm. <laughs> prior to the music being being done. Um, so she really... She, Knocked she it really out. She did it. She did it. Mm. Uh, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was an interesting process. But we talked through it, and she, she understood... Exactly where I was at. We, we was on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, no, that, that's it. Because she mm-hmm. gives like multiple different drawings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, maybe look at this. Maybe look at that. I'm like, no, no, no. That one that you did. Mm-hmm. Let's just expand this. And mm-hmm. it was So as an artist, like, how is it working with other artists? Are you more sensitive to the approach? So I'm, me personally, I I'm an artist that allow you to be you i feel okay. like that you're gifted to do what you do mm-hmm. if i can do what you can do then i wouldn't need you nice. so nice. I, I i i will give you what i want in a, in a sense but mm-hmm. i will i'm always like on a collaborative tip where like no i wanted to know what you feel like i know i'm paying you but mm-hmm. i want you to i want to know what you feel and what mm-hmm. you're thinking of That's how this flows yeah yeah. So working with her is it's amazing. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. She's mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Mm-hmm. I know when I get my house, she she about to do all my nice stuff. All your work. But oh. she already have two pieces that you can expand yeah. to a bigger canvas. However you mm-hmm. want to choose to do that, right? Yeah. Two albums, things like that. Okay. So last but not least, as it pertains to the music itself that you put out yourself um what are things that you want people to experience now i definitely have an idea of what you wanted to experience with enough um but with the latest project what do you want the takeaway experience to be so for this project if if you don't receive anything else it's to to know that there's freedom in god Mm. like i this one i definitely didn't shy away from that yeah. uh, at all. Um, and that the only way that you're going to combat any type of mental problems mm-hmm. is literally getting in contact with the creator. There it is. Um, and that, that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, mm-hmm. That's the only way. Like yeah. Mental health is real. Like I'm not a person that shies away from mental health. Yeah. And there are therapists that yeah. are, they're Christian therapists. True. And like, Yes, you can get your. You, I'm very avid about like going to therapy. Like, yes, you should definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously getting in contact with the right therapist, mm-hmm. um, but also knowing that like, no, you have a direct connection to the creator, mm-hmm. and like that's gonna help you. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying that your mental issues would just go away because mm-hmm. that's not. That's not how it happens. Mm-hmm. Not how it happens. We're mm-hmm. still we're still in the world. Yeah. Uh so we're still, you know, conform to the things that's mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh we don't live by it, but yeah. we, you know, we, we're, we're still, still here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, susceptible to all of the things that the enemy throws our way. Mm-hmm. And if you look on on the headlines every single day now, there is something, there, there's something Hello. that can get your mind. Hello. Hello. You can't even walk in the grocery store to think the same anymore. Like that's very true. So I don't wonder <laughs> if it's gonna be recalled or not. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, so you have to, that, that's the whole point of that project is like in the midst of the night for those that can't sleep because they have so much blockage, but it's not even just at night, but if, definitely for the ones that are at night, if 
you have this blockage, this project is here to clear your mind, mm. free your soul. Yeah. I dig that. I love everything about that. That is awesome. So not only do you create music, but you also play music as a DJ, right? Yes. And so now as a DJ, which a phenomenal DJ, fun DJ, um, what would you say your style is? And number two, do you travel? Are you open to traveling outside of Tampa? So I have, I've DJed outside of Tampa. Okay. I would say that. Not on a more on a performance DJ side. So okay. for like uh, Freeman, mm-hmm. um, we've we've done shows in different mm-hmm. different states. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've done DJ work in Georgia. Okay, uh, that's that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of like my first, not my first gig. My first gig was actually here in Tampa okay. as an official DJ. Gotcha. Nervous. Okay. I like. Uh-uh. It was all on you. It was all on me. I'm like, yeah. oh snap! This ain't this ain't me. Yeah. Even when I got my DJ uh, board, which I started off with a small little board, you know, mm-hmm. small beginnings. That's uh, it. Don't despise them. Don't despise them. It mm-hmm. was only with the intent, like, oh man, Mark Mark needs a DJ. Like, mm. we need to have a DJ, and I'm like, I might as well just go ahead and do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know the tracks. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, never thinking that it was gonna venture off to actually being. Solo, uh, a solo DJ, mm-hmm. and I got a, I got my first gig um, for an event from one of my friends, and she mm-hmm. was like, "No, you gonna do it?" I'm mm-hmm. like, Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> "No, no, no." But uh, it, 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 it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't done a lot outside of outside of Tampa mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. of solo DJ. Yeah, uh, but you're yeah. open. But I'm open. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely open. Now, what would you say your style is? Ooh. That is even if that if if it's a thing, I don't even know if it's a thing or not. I would say it's definitely a, it's definitely a thing. Okay. Um, man, I, I I don't even know what to put a finger on it, honestly. Um, because I can I can do a party, I can do I can do weddings, mm-hmm. which I've done both. Gotcha. Done party, weddings, events, mm-hmm. um, shows, shows. Mm-hmm. I haven't ventured off into a solo. Show DJ though. Okay, like, that's that's a whole different. Gotcha, like, like a DJ Khaled like, type scenario. Right when you go into like festivals and mm-hmm. all that, that's that's on a different caliber. Mm-hmm. Haven't got there mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely, I would definitely venture off to that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's a little bit more focused on the crafting of DJing. Gotcha. Uh, that I haven't put time into mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, you have four kids. Yep. Hello. We yep. talked about it before. Yep. Don't so. <laughs> But um, yeah, man. I, I would say probably. I mean, one of my biggest inspiration is is DJ Wood. Like, mm, mm-hmm. like he, to, he took me under, took me under the wings, DJ nice. Wood, nice. Um, to really help me get my groove in. But what's crazy enough is I can remember. This is gonna take you back. Okay. I was at uh my dad. Mm-hmm. This all goes back to my dad. It's crazy. Respect. Uh, it <laughs> works. Shouts out. Hello uh, again, again. Um, we DJed <laughs> you and him, right? So he he used to get hired to like put on do sound and stuff mm-hmm. like for like different people's event. I remember I forgot I, I, it was a lady I actually went to our church. Um, she had a, her daughter had an event at like some pool recreation center or something mm-hmm. like that. So he brought out like a little set and he had. It wasn't a turntable, but it was multiple like tape uh, CD decks. Okay. 
So we would just like figure out music and do wow. CD decks like that, and like changing it like that, changing it like that, and I was Went like, time. I was like, wow. I didn't realize that like that was like my early DJ moments. Yeah, and yeah. then what I would also do back in back in my CD days for all you new generation kids that don't even rock with CDs or know what I'm talking about. Uh, back when iTunes was just. CD. Yeah. <laughs> we're just putting in audio and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Facts. you know um i used to make mixtapes from the different cds that i've had yep so i used to like okay no no i need this song to go here i need to go mm-hmm. here you know like this like mm-hmm. this not knowing that later down the line i'm we'll literally making wow. being a dj like yeah. this is literally what i do wow, uh, wow. make sure the song's going at the right moment mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. No, no, that's dope. It, as you shouted out, what I had to look back uh, because he told me on Tuesday that his DJ name has changed. Oh, right. And so I had to go look it up on Instagram. His now DJ name is That Man DJ Wood. So it's four names. You know what I'm saying? Wow. See, I, I heard it here first. It's so. That man, that's DJ it. Wood. That man, DJ Wood. Shouts yeah. out to you, but yes. even <laughs> love it as you even explained the roots of. You DJing and you know getting your early start, yeah. um, which is cool. Shouts out to your dad again, I mean, because again, it's just another symbolic story showing how, as we are birthed and grown up and mm-hmm. raised by, in our cases, our fathers, um, we can see ourselves, yeah, not only growing through what we did with them but also doing what they did as well to yeah. our children and things like that. So, I mean, I, I love that and definitely have seen that commonality in all of the different stories that we've I've done so far um but also you you know talked about the one-stop shop for a party yeah and so you know even with the 360 and things like that coming out so that's gonna be fun so even if people were to reach out to you to do a dj gig and things like that mm-hmm. they could get that too right that's that time the, will be that, there. that that's the whole goal that yeah. we're working towards yeah. is that uh for weddings or parties like we we're your one-stop entertainment boom you don't need to call two people. You don't need to call two people. Maybe no. three. No, you call me because you also do lighting as well. I do lighting so, as I mean, well. So, I mean, all of those things will look right and be right. Now, he, did, he didn't do this lighting. No. If y'all looking at it, it's like, I don't like what I see. He didn't do this, so don't hold this against him. This is the Ricky set, okay? But he definitely does lighting at our church. If you watch any of the clips from Revelation Truth Ministries, any of the services, this man has put his hand, well, I won't say any. Um, there was a time period where he started yep. to now, okay? Yeah. Anything from this year, okay? And specifically this year, last year, and the years go back, but I just want to keep it in a pocket. Yeah. This man was a part of it and things like that, so definitely not. I, I love that. Now, uh, before we end, I do want to ask, is there any advice that you would like to share or give to fathers out there that we hadn't touched on um i would say as a father um i would i would say probably the it's gonna sound very common but it's so true is that your kids are always watching Mm. there's always watching um so always be mindful and being mindful of the character that you're wanting your kids to to see because mm. they're always watching that is very and true and they're gonna repeat and they're gonna remind you so true uh and it sounds so cliche but it is it is definitely the most true thing i have noticed and it will be years down the line mm-hmm. it blows my mind how much they can still remember mm-hmm. and i'm like oh 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all were there. <laughs> y'all, y'all were there. paying attention. Yeah, y'all were paying attention. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely something I would I would definitely say. And the other two is you know one that I have to remind myself is not take things so seriously. Gotcha. That's good. Not take it so that's seriously. That's good. That's a tough one, but a real one. It's oh man, I I'm I'm a strictly for rules. That's good. In structure at my house. Very true. But then there's moments where I'm like I just gotta. I gotta let them be them. Mm-hmm. I gotta let them be kids. Mm-hmm. I gotta let them grow. I gotta mm-hmm. just let them. Yeah, just mm-hmm. gotta not be so serious. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I'm like that too, so I get it. Especially like cleaning up and things mm-hmm. like that. Like people make messes, right? Yeah. And but you know, so I mean, we ain't gonna talk about me talking about <laughs> you. Uh, what are the various ways in which people can get in contact with you through to do the various things that you even talked about that you do? Yes. So Instagram, which is at Red Tober, R E D D T O B E R. Boom. My Instagram is my is my playhouse. So like, <laughs> if you need to contact me, you can contact me through there. I nice. do have a, a a link tree that's in my bio mm-hmm. that has all of my catalog. Mm. Um, there's a contact button. It does work on my Instagram. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> so literally, you go to my Instagram. That's the one stop shop to get in contact with me. Nice, nice. Uh, and then go if you're looking for all my music content. That's through that link tree in my bio. Mm-hmm. And you can look up. Or you can look up Redtober. Correct. On all your streaming platforms. It's going to be there. It's only one. It's just yep. me. Same way for the Instagram. Same way for the Instagram. Same way it's spelled, I should say. Yep, same spelling. Mm-hmm. Um, on most, I would say, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Redtober. R-E-D-D-T-O-B-E-R. Mm-hmm. Two Ds. Hello. Yep. That'll be him. Yep. Gotcha. So definitely tap in, tune in, and just engulf yourself in the greatness that he has presented and created uh, by the help of God, right? And I even love now knowing how those things came about through, in some cases, traumatic moments and were tools used to get you out of them. So they as well can be for you. Be it mental health month, but also just those days in which you need to be free, you need to be clear, you need to have sleep, yep. uh, you need to be reminded that you are enough, that you have enough already within you. Yep. Um, but we ain't gonna get into that too much. You listen <laughs> to it yourself. You definitely have to let him know, let us know the uh, experiences you had based off of the music that he has created. So, with that being said, Jay Tobin, man, yes. I appreciate. So I call him Jay Tobin uh, <laughs> as well. Really, that's like the real thing. I call him Jay Tobin with the idea of Zaytoven. <laughs> Yep. The music producer in Atlanta, uh, y'all know I'm from Atlanta, so, you know, mm-hmm. just chill the two together. Uh, Phenomenal producer. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Gucci wouldn't be Gucci without Zaytoven. Nope, nope, nope. Truth nope. be told. Mm-hmm. I don't think Gucci would ever see this, but if you do, hey, it is what it is. It is it's true. Burr. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, Zaytoven, I appreciate you, man. I thank you. I'm sure the people do. Yes. Thank you as thank well. You. Definitely let us know in the comment section below. One, if you made it this far, but then two, if you enjoyed what you did, see. Yes. Um, and uh, we'll definitely, if you have any questions, we're here. Mm-hmm. He's on Instagram. You can definitely let him know and, you know, get those questions answered and things like that, that he may be able to speak to based off of the dynamics that you may have that is also similar to his. So, and it all with all, I appreciate you, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. Absolutely. Huh. All yes. right, now. Ho, ho, Nelly. Hit him with a stick. Um, that came from a, a video game. I don't even know. Anyway, but nonetheless, it all shouts out to you, JT. 
Thank you, thank you, sir, for such a phenomenal, phenomenal um, outpouring of who you are, what you bring to the table, and the life that not only that you got to experience through your father, but then also the life that you're also giving and sharing with your kids, which is just beautiful, just how that thread of what's taking place in the home is then being lived out in the father, but then also pass on to the child like we've seen it twice so far. But nonetheless, in all, man, God is so good. And hey, fathers, all that to say, there's still a chance, there's still opportunity to do what you can do to be the father that you so also desire to be for your kids and knowing that your kids do need. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into the last segment of this here episode, which is boom or Buzz, which I'm also excited about this one. So that may already let you know what the rating is going to be. And this so happens to be, ladies and gentlemen, um, these are called cornbread toaster tops. Now, if you have not gone to Publix, bless yourself. Okay, these I've only seen these at Publix. I have not seen these at Walmart. They may I don't even know. No, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, at Publix they have these here. Okay, there's only two left, so to let you know something in itself. But nonetheless, these things will bless you uh, dearly. Okay, now I'm not really a bread person, really not even a cornbread person. But these, my friend, and you know, people. This is what you want. This is what you want in your life today, tomorrow, and the day after that. Man, you could put these things in a toaster, which they even have a toaster on the front of the here packaging. But nonetheless, in all, you can put it in a toaster, do what you, however you want to do your toast, however you toast your toast, toast your toast that way. And you can do this cornbread just that way. And it's just like a little bit of sweet too. You know, I like my cornbread a little sweet, okay? It doesn't have to be cakey cake, but I do like a little, you know, sugar in the batter, okay? You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, in all, this will give you that. And, um... I promise you, once you start buying these, it's going to be hard for you to stop. And honestly, you don't want to just keep buying them because it is bread, okay? And we know what bread does to the body. However, what this will do to your taste buds is worth a boom, ladies and gentlemen. It is a boom, diggity, boom, 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 okay? Boom, okay? But nonetheless, I do recommend this to everybody that has a Publix near them. For those that don't, I apologize. They may ship. Definitely look into that. Okay, I'm going to say it's worth it. But at the end of the day, when you get it to you, pop them in the toaster that day, okay? And, and don't wait till after then. But in it all with it all, shouts out to you, Publix, man. You know, like I said, one of these days, we're going to start having sponsored booms or busts. And um, we'll have some fun with those as well. But in it all with it all, I appreciate you all for rocking with me thus far this long into the episode. Um, well, now we're at the end. So, you know, it's always hard for me to say goodbye. But it's not goodbye. It's until next time. Because I will be back with another gentleman, another father, another male that you want to learn from, listen to, and uh, get some ideas from. You know, a little dribble, dribble, dribble. It's going to come down. And I want you to definitely pick it up and uh, run with it. So, with that being said, I love you all great people. I appreciate you all. Have a phenomenal, phenomenal day, phenomenal weekend, phenomenal month, a phenomenal life, okay? And I'll see you as we live life to the fullest, okay? Okay, okay, okay. All right, peace, y'all. Love you. (laughs) Ha!